Welcome to the I'm Done Apologizing podcast, a community of women who advocate and empower. I'm Michelle, and I'm so glad you're joining me. I'm excited to welcome Rachel Yorgi as my guest on this week's episode. Rachel has been a military spouse for over 10 years with six PCS moves and two overseas under her belt. She and her husband have two little girls who keep them on their toes and are a true blessing. While her educational background includes both a bachelor's and master's in education, she currently is at home raising her kiddos. She enjoys working out, reading, exploring, leading local Bible studies, and building community with each other. If you want to hear more about life as a military wife, stick around. Well, Rachel, thank you so much for agreeing to join me on the podcast. I'm really excited about this topic. I think it's a really good one that we don't really tackle a whole lot. And so we're going to dive right into the questions. Um, And if you could just start talking with my listeners, sharing a little bit about um, how you got into the topic of life as a military wife. Well, honestly, I wanted to be on your podcast and I was thinking about what am I done apologizing for, you know, that hasn't been talked about. I was looking through past episodes and um, not that I'm done be, like apologizing for being a military spouse, but there's many things within um, the life of a military spouse that we get asked about or have a perception of that we feel like we have to defend. Um, and so a lot of the portrayal of what military life looks like comes from movies and shows and books. I know my perception prior to marrying a man in the military was the show Army Wives, which right. for some of you, you may have seen some not, but I had big dreams about my home and my friends and, yeah. and what it would look like. And uh, that's just not quite it, like many other movies and books and shows. Um, And your podcast just seemed like a great avenue to speak to other listeners, whether they're other military spouses or not, about the joys and pains of of this life. And what I do want to say, while I don't speak on behalf of all military spouses and anything I'm going to say, um, I've I've been a military spouse for over 12 years. And so I feel confident that my views are widely shared based on um, my experiences and my time as a spouse. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Well, I'm glad that it's this, this. You felt like this was an avenue to share with others. So, I think this is um this is something that I definitely am excited to learn a little bit more from your own experience as well. So, you have shared with me that people ask you questions about staying home with your kiddos, um, especially as they're young. Can you talk a little bit more about? some of those perceptions that you had just alluded to um, or that others have um, maybe asked you about as a military spouse? So I think um, many, if you know, moms listening have gotten this question, whether they chose to go back to work or stay home. So this is, some of this isn't um, just specific to military spouses, but there's some differences. So with every move, even before kids, um, I would get asked, oh, what do you do? Where, where will you find work? Um, where are you working? Mm. Um, gosh, and my answer sometimes, if I only knew, I'd love to tell you, and I right. don't know. Um, so currently here, I have, I have two girls. They're five and two years old, and I'm choosing to stay home uh, to raise them and, 
And that gives me a lot of flexibility in my schedule, um, really to support my husband's career. And mm-hmm. um, for the military, it works a little bit differently. They could just have to leave the next week for a week. They might have to leave for nine months. Um, they might have to work the weekend or stay late. Um, and, and some of that we don't get to choose if our kid gets sick. You know, there's not who takes their sick day. There's not a lot of options. They don't have that same type of schedule or days off. And so there is a lot of ease for me and for our family if I stay home. Mm-hmm. It comes with a lot of um, challenges working on one income and feeling like I'm not using my education. Yeah. Um, I battle with that as I think many moms who choose to stay home or have to stay home do, especially if they have, you know, an educational background that they want to use and enjoy using. Right. Um, so I think that's every mom's dilemma. I think it's a little bit easier because I know how, um, much of a burden it takes off, um, by me being able to stay home. But I did just want to take a moment to point out a few things that are very unique to military spouses. Um, one, we move usually every two to three years guaranteed. Um, and that can include overseas. So we've moved six times in 12 years and two of them were overseas that you might've heard in the intro. And one of those overseas moves was with a child and um, just thinking about employment opportunity at each move, um, what that does to our gaps in our resume, mm-hmm. uh, finding that job that's the best fit, waiting for your interview, waiting for a response from an application, doing your training, and then, oh, got to move again. Um, and so you have six months on the job to put on your resume. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other tough part is, credentialing. So my background, I do have my teaching certificate. It's currently expired um, because I haven't moved it with every state. Right. That comes with money and time and uh, kind of just a lot of hassle. And that goes for so many credentialing across so many jobs. Mm-hmm. It's difficult to know where you're going to go, have enough time to start that process when you get there. You are, you know, credentialed for that state. Um And so that's really difficult. And then the other things is then once you have children, you're thinking about homeschooling versus putting your child in school. There's a lot of gaps that could come from moving. Mm -hmm. So in the summers, if you move, that's great. But if it's during the school year, they're just curriculum of different states, different grades. Um, And so sometimes staying home can just help bridge that gap if you choose to homeschool Um, It helps during moves and it helps when um, your spouse might randomly have off after deployment or days off and you have your kids home. Um, So there's that kind of caveat to it with the moving. And of course, childcare, Um, you know, you have children, you work, you know, the childcare costs. And uh, right now we're in a pretty affluent area and I don't know what I would have to make to make childcare um, worth it, but finding even just some place you trust. Mm-hmm. And that's vetted and has space mm-hmm. um, really just lends to tricky things when you move. Now, what I have seen and what has helped is um, women and spouses finding a hobby mm-hmm. and, <clears throat> excuse me, turning it into a business. Okay. So, um, you know, you re- I realize I can't be a teacher everywhere I move. And, and some people figure it out. I haven't. 
And I realize I am, this is not me. I'll use a friend, for example, I stumble into baking and maybe that was during COVID. Um, and I've seen friends turn what they love into a business, yeah. um, very profitable businesses, um, whether it be photography or baking or graphic design, mm-hmm. um, personal training. And they've been able to then move that everywhere they go. And that's just something beautiful that comes from that, that many of us may not even have tapped into had we not had this experience moving. Mm -hmm. I've been fortunate enough to, um, gosh, work all different jobs. Well, I'd say fortunate, unfortunate. I I started my first job as a military spouse after leaving the educational world at Ruby Tuesdays. And that was humbling for me. Um, And then getting to do all sorts of things, be a director of a Montessori school, um, teach college courses, work mm-hmm. at a preschool, mm-hmm. um, work at a church, and nothing directly that went with my educational background. Mm-hmm. Um, but I learned different things that I loved from that, which has currently led me to be able to volunteer and work from home um, through a contract with uh, Homefront Heroes Ministries which is another nonprofit organization that works with military spouses and puts out content for them um, to give hope on the home front. And I would never have had that experience or this um, time had I not dealt with all the moves. I would just be a teacher somewhere or I would still be working in higher ed, which I miss and I want to do, Um, but it definitely has led to some other beautiful things too. For sure. There were lots of silver linings in there, right? Like I think about moving as someone who's been in higher education and housing specifically for all of my career. And I think about all the moves that I've made. I think that, um, you know, moving for me is one of those almost negative saying goodbye to what you're familiar with and routines and those sorts of things. So I love hearing all those silver linings come out of it. And some of those passion areas becoming profit areas is pretty cool. Um, pretty cool silver lining there too. Very cool. So I think this kind of lends to the next question as well is how you've shared with me as well that um, this kind of sentiment of I've signed up for this, right? Like what are some of those lessons and maybe maybe some of what you just shared are those lessons, but what are some of those lessons that would be helpful for other folks to know? Yeah, so I think like that saying, right? Um, how I've heard it the saying, well, you signed up for this is almost similar to, I told you so, Mm -hmm. um, or a parent saying it to you, right? I've never heard it used as a compliment. Mm -hmm. Um, no one's ever said, Oh, you signed up for that. When they found out I was moving to Italy. Um, no one said it when I got free tickets from the USO, right? No one's like, Oh, well you signed up for it. Um, lucky you, they're not using it that way. And, um, I've been told it, I've been, you know, it's been written on my social media and not, you know, many military spouses. And it happens when um, we take a moment or I take a moment to vent or even just share a tough part about being married to someone in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no, I don't think anyone's really doing it for a woe is me moment. I don't think any of us as women are sharing something um, vulnerable on to a friend, a parent, um, or on social media to get attacked um, or feel like, well, you should have known when you married that guy. You should have known when you had three kids. You should have known um, when you got that car or bought that house. 
Yeah. Um, and so there's just things that we did know and things that we didn't. And so I think it's a, a moment of vulnerability and, and seeking community, mm-hmm. right? So when we're saying something like, and I wrote down a few examples of things that have been said, or I have said, where this has been a response to me is, oh, he's going to be missing my birthday again. You signed up for this. Mm-hmm. Um, we got orders two weeks before moving. And we have to figure out all the logistics. You signed up for that. Um, you know, I've been on hold for doc- to make a doctor's appointment for over 45 minutes. You signed up for that. Um, I'm home alone and my whole house has a stomach bug and my husband's away. Oh. You signed up for that. Oh. Um, and and none of those, those statements uh, invoke that response, but it's been said. And... Um, I think one of the core things that I've learned from signing up for this um, is I learned about resiliency mm-hmm. and that is a word that we talk about and it's like, oh man, they're resilient. And it seems like a trait, but the army and the military teach resiliency. There's resiliency classes for both um, soldiers and spouses and there are tactics just like everything else. Um, to help you, your children, your spouse become resilient. Mm-hmm. And what you said, which is just so cool, is that they teach you to hunt for the good things, mm-hmm. those silver linings. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to go back through this list. He's missing my birthday again. During that time, I had friends celebrate with me. I mm-hmm. uh, got orders two weeks before moving. <clears throat> friends helped me pack. Yeah. Um, you know, on hold to schedule a doctor's appointment for 45 minutes. Well, I didn't get the bill after right. home alone and the house has the stomach bug. I've had a neighbor bring food to my door for my kids because I couldn't make it. Yeah. And so there is a culture behind the military that stands for one each other. So when these things happen, um, there is this silver lining of, man, would that have happened if I just lived down the road? on you know jones avenue um i don't know um but we we have to learn to do this well or else it would be the lowest me and the sadness of some of the the crummy situations Mm -hmm. um and i think just that reminder that sometimes we need help sometimes we need to cry and and know that we're not alone Mm -hmm. and so i hope before anyone says this phrase or even thinks it in general for anyone Um, They just pause a moment and just respond differently because we're all going through our stuff and we all just need a little grace um, when that's happening, whether we're a military spouse or not. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. The grace offered, the grace needed. Right. And, and I love that you talked about the vulnerability, right? Like you're a hundred percent right. Nobody puts vulnerable things out in the universe for others to hear, to (laughs) <laughs> to be told right. that this is what you know this is what you should be doing so coming right yeah yeah for sure for sure very cool well um let's see i'm gonna look at our next question and keep an eye on our time here um so yeah i know that you're passionate about being a voice for other military moms and spouses what are some really important things for my listeners to know 
So as you've told me, your listeners are a good amount of females and um, in the demographic of my age range and um, many military spouses ages. Um, And so I just want to share kind of what the military life looks like, but really what we as military spouses can offer you, the non-military spouse. Yeah. Yeah. um, In your life. So just for a second, like, it, it pushes us outside our comfort zone. There are things I never dreamed or thought I would be doing um, by marrying into the military. Like I said, we move every few years. So like just mentally think about the load of that. Um, even if maybe you've moved before, um, I don't know many people besides, there's other jobs that move them every two years. Sure. Um, so I'm not negating that. Um, but the magnitude of that for a, a spouse or a mom Um I'll just run through a quick list, homes, buying, selling, renting, unrenting, finding new friends, finding a new job, picking at the schools, finding a doctor, a church. I mean, for some people, it's the hairstylist, the dentist. I mean, every two to three years, and especially when you love the place you're leaving, it's difficult. Um, And you know, that doesn't even include packing and unpacking a house, right? So, like, that's its own monster. I look around sometimes, like, if we had to move tomorrow, like, half of it's going to the dump. Yeah. Um, it's too much. But but because of these quick moves and the resiliency I talked about, we learn to find and build community quickly or else we just don't have it. So if you meet a military spouse and you're surprised that she shares family history with you over a cup of coffee or quickly tells you there's something in your teeth um do not be alarmed like we just want to be in community with you and we don't we feel like we don't have time to waste so sometimes that comes up as very like oh they're really like you know forward but um we just want to figure out who we can be friends with and spend time with while we have the time with you um so I just want to like reiterate just like being kind to a military spouse um the journey is unique and whether their resume shows it or not. They have a lot of experience and unique qualities that make them awesome friends and employees. Um, so don't be afraid to befriend a military spouse. Don't be afraid to hire a military spouse. Um, they don't have to explain or apologize for the life they signed up for. And they are just excited to have the opportunity to be your friend or to work for you. I love that. I love that. So much good stuff in there for just women in general and even more so this particular group and community of women so that's good stuff i i love that so uh we are quickly winding down on our time so rachel i so appreciate you sharing your journey and your experiences uh what final thoughts do you have for my listeners yeah i just love that um you bring people together to be able to share their life um, and feel proud of their life. And so for any military spouse listening, like feel proud that you picked and you signed up to stand along someone in the military and to live that life that is hard and lovely Mm -hmm. and don't apologize for it. And us as women, there's not much we need to apologize for except when we know we're wrong. And I just love that you put this voice Um, you know, this type of voice out there for others to listen to and feel empowered by. Um, 
And so thank you for having me today. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I am, I've learned a ton and I appreciate again, hearing your experiences and your voice and uh, your tips for folks. So friends, thanks again for joining us this week. I hope you also learned something new, something different uh, about just existing in our world as, as humans and as women. So friends, um, join me in this week's affirmations. I'm done apologizing for spending time focused on me. I'm done apologizing for existing in the world as who I am. And this one's for you. I'm done apologizing for. My friends, go out there, have an incredible week, do the amazing things that I know you're capable of. And remember to like, follow, and share, and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, so that you can continue to get all these great podcasts at your fingertips. Remember to join me over on Facebook and Instagram at at done.apologizing. And remember, you are fabulous. You're a badass. You've got this, and I'm here for you.